Hello and welcome to Manifesting Travel with Marais. Today we are going to talk about the French Alps and how you can spend a month there spending less than $1,000 for the whole month. Yep, you heard that right. Last year we decided that we wanted to snowboard, but we also wanted to keep on traveling. We had been spending some tr seasons doing seasonal work in the United States and a few years before we spent a whole season working um, at a restaurant in Big Sky, Montana, where I learned to snowboard. It was amazing. We would spend our day snowboarding and in the evenings or later on in the day we'd go and work at a restaurant and make enough money to continue doing the same thing, right? And it was absolutely magnificent. But as we finished our last seasonal job last year, we kind of decided that we really wanted to transition online and continue doing online work, but we also wanted to snowboard and not just go for like a weekend or something. We wanted to be somewhere we could snowboard often. So we made this plan to go and snowboard in the French Alps. We just thought it would be so cool to snowboard there and we made plans to go there in the winter. Now a few things went wrong with our plan, but we'll talk about those in another episode. What I'd like to talk about today is how you can spend a month in the French Alps with very little money because a lot of people think that traveling is expensive and it can be but a lot of people also tend to go to places that are really really popular just because that's what everybody else goes and they feel like deals are better found there but we have found that sometimes if you get a little creative you can have your cake and eat it too so in the french alps properties there are pretty pretty pricey if you look at airbnb and rentals for the french alps they're not gonna be anywhere anywhere less than fifteen hundred dollars even for studio so we knew that was kind of pricey, but we also knew that we were going to do this big trip with a few of our friends and family members. So the first thing we did that allowed us to spend that little money was that we got a bigger place for everyone together. Um, we decided that we were all going to get a place for all of us as opposed to just getting a just individual places because that way we could rent a bigger place and actually you know get a good deal. The next thing we did is that we looked in the surrounding area from where we wanted to go. We had chosen Chamonix as our place of as our place of choice, but Chamonix is incredibly popular and a lot of people go there, so therefore the prices obviously go up. But the whole French Alps area is a whole valley with a bunch of little towns, each one of them filled with amazing amenities and they're all uh, pretty well connected with uh, a bus system, actually a free bus system. So we decided to look at other nearby places that was not Chamonix because we knew that that could be a good possibility for us finding a place that was not as expensive. Effectively, we found a place in a nearby Les Uges, which was maybe like 15 minutes bus ride from the center of Chamonix. But again, the bus was free and it was like a block from our house, so it made it perfect. And being in Les Uges allowed us to find not only a better priced property, but an amazing property. We rented this beautiful chalet <laughs> looking uh just staring at mont blanc like i remember we were in we arrived at nighttime and the next morning we opened our blinds and you know i got out of the room and i went into the kitchen and i opened the blinds and i remember seeing just this magnificent huge mountain looking at me and i was like oh my gosh i'm in the alps it's so exciting so um, you know, it's it's definitely it's definitely worth uh, the effort for the excitement of, of just being there and discovering that area. But so the first thing we did was definitely uh, look at Chamonix, the surrounding area, and finding a place that was you know not the center of town, so it wouldn't be as popular. The second thing we did is find other people that we could room with, and obviously it's better if you know the people than to find strangers. But even that you can do. 
Then we joined a bunch of uh, social groups for Chamonix and that whole area on Facebook because those are places where you can co uh, connect with locals and see what's going on, where cheap deals are being found, where they shop for, you know, like local markets, uh, re you know, sell and resell from local stuff. So it's a really good way to also find uh, more cost-effective solutions for the things you may need while you're there. Like, for example, as soon as we got to Chamonix, in the middle of November, we found out that there is this big sale that happens there every year at the beginning or mid-November, mid really, where all the locals and all the shops will bring in everything they have from the previous season or everything that they no longer use and they will sell it for ridiculous prices. I was able to get an entire snowboarding gear set, like my board, my bindings, my boots, my pants, I had a jacket um, and a helmet, all of that for 30 euros. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous price. You don't even find that in like, like, it, that's a ridiculous price. But the good thing was that because we were there and because we started mingling with the locals and finding out what they did, we were able to find a place uh, that had that kind of deal. And therefore, we were able to find all of our snowboarding gear for a fraction of the price that we would have paid otherwise. So that was, first of all, the biggest... Um, deal we got the second thing we did is the other thing we did it's like the fourth one uh the other thing we did is that we did not buy a season pass and the reason for this is because we were going to be going there from november 16th to december 16th and we knew even though the previous year was completely filled with snow we knew there was a possibility that it wasn't going to be a great winter right from the beginning and of course we were right um we got there and it did not snow in chamonix until literally the 15th of december a day before we left but luckily the french alps were covered in snow so we went there but so that was the thing being able to talk to the locals and seeing what things were cool and and, and happening around town also allowed us to be able to discover uh events around town breweries that had you know deals restaurants and all that stuff which obviously makes it so much fun when you live in the place the other thing we did that helped us with our budgeting was that we decided that because we were going to be working mostly indoors in the house and we were going to spend our free time snowboarding that we would all put our money together and try to do groceries right now this may not work for every group of people but in our situation it happened to be where most of us were people that like cooking and most of us eat similar foods and we were okay with going grocery shopping and kind of all working together and making meals so basically what we did is we set a budget of 10 euros a person a day that's right 10 euros a person a day and that was sometimes not even met I mean, we splurged, we ate really good, we drank wine every day we were having all kinds of awesome you know, alpine delicacies but we were not eating so much at restaurants but rather making food at home and because it was five of us living in a house it was a four bedroom house but because it was five of us you know all of a sudden we're spending 50 euros a day for food instead of 10 euros a day for food right and so with 50 euros a day at the grocery shop you can certainly buy all your your essentials and again i'm not talking about not being able to buy some things or having to be stingy we were buying everything we would eat at home if not more we splurged with food we treated ourselves and ate everything we wanted but because it was a bunch of us together we were able to kind of pull our money and, and and make it last a little longer so our rent i think came out to about 350 dollars a person total um after we broke it down for the whole month we have no we had no other bills from the house and then we each spent uh, about $300, a little bit less, but I'm just gonna say $300 because we would sometimes, whatever money we had left over from, let's say if this week, two days, we didn't have to buy food, we would uh, 
then go out and spend that money or whatever, right? But so I think we spent about $350, let's say, for housing and $350 for food. So that's at $700. Seriously, I'm not joking. That's how much we spent. We went to Italy snowboarding a couple of times. Even after paying for the snowboarding gear, those trips to Italy, the tickets for snowboarding, we were still under $1,000. And I was for an entire month in the French Alps, enjoying ourselves, going out, going hiking. We went to Italy, we went snowboarding there twice, only twice because of the snow situation. But there you have it. So it's just a little bit of creativity and a little bit of just moving things around. Instead of going to out to eat in restaurants, we would look up uh, recipes that you could make. Uh, and then we would just go to the grocery shops. Now there were three grocery shops in, in our vicinity and that's one of the main things that I would recommend if you're renting a place somewhere, especially in a remote area like the mountains where there may not always be, you know, um, available markets or things within walking distance, I suggest that you at least make sure you have a grocery store, you know, nearby. We had a grocery store that was about five blocks away and one that was about maybe 10. But this made it perfect because if we ever needed to buy something bulk or bigger, we'll go to the further one, which is obviously a bigger grocery store. And if we just needed to buy something for today, like one or two items, we'll go to the nearby one. But you know that you can walk five to 10 blocks, right? But if you're in the middle of a mountain and you have to take a car to go to the grocery store, that's also gonna add a lot to your budget. Anyway, that's how we did it. And I'm sure some other people have done it in many other amazing ways. I would love to hear how you've budgeted a trip anywhere, especially in those expensive locations like the French Alps. If you have any tips on how to make uh, a budget-friendly vacation, especially for a longer stays, and those of us that like to stay in places for a long time to get a little bit better taste of the local culture, make sure you let me know. Thank you so much for listening. This is Manifesting Travel with Marae. And don't forget to subscribe if you like my content.